Hi out there. I'm Pat Polly, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we talk to a guest from the performing arts or the visual arts. And we also talk about what's going on in the local art scene. And this week, Claudia Lowry is here with us. Welcome to the show, Claudia. Hi, Pat. I'm delighted to be here with you. We're so happy you could come by. And Claudia is very, uh, has so much experience in the art. She has an F- MFA in dance and theater arts from the University of Arizona, an MA in dance from U of Arizona, BA in dance from Point Park University, 12 years as a professional dancer in opera, musical theater, ballet, and modern dance, which transitioned into a career in academia of more than 25 years. She's written several articles about the state of the arts. She's co-author of From Paris to Pittsburgh, My Life in Dance, published in 2014. And her passion for dance has expanded into the Latin dance realm, in particular Salsa Rueda, which she performs with a small troupe. And she currently teaches art-related courses for Telos at Bellevue College. Welcome to the show, Claudia. Thanks so much. Yes, and before we get started uh, with the show, with the interview, let's talk about some art classes that you listeners will enjoy for the spring quarter. Now, now is the time to sign up for art classes, and before we get to tell us art classes, I want to talk a little bit about Kirkland Art Center, because they have a lot of art classes, and they're just starting to sign up for their spring quarter. You can go to kirklandartcenter.org. And I just suggest a few. Larry Calkins is wonderful teacher in collage. Karen Clee Atlin, lovely printmaking. Their pottery classes, so popular. They feel so fast. They have lots of acrylic, oil, and watercolor painting classes. So get online to Kirkland Arts and you can sign up there. But then also... Registration opens tomorrow, February 14th, Valentine's Day, at 9 a.m. for Telos classes. Now, it may be called Telos, T-E-L-O-S. <laughs> they kind of, some people call it Telos. I guess more people call it Telos, and some people call it Telos, but it's T-E-L-O-S, and it's through Bellevue College. Now, they say it's classes for retired persons. But, Claudia, why don't you explain that? Who is eligible to take these TELOS classes? Yes, so TELOS offers classes during the daytime, four to five days a week. There are a few classes that run on Fridays. I'm teaching one right now called Arts Out and About. But generally, most of our classes are Monday through Thursday at three different daytime time slots. There are 10 o'clock classes, 12 o'clock classes, and 2 o'clock classes. And they generally run for an hour and a half. So if you are available, it doesn't matter whether you're retired or not. Come on and join us for a class. And I think that's what a lot of people don't know, that it doesn't really matter your age. Although they're kind of geared toward retired people, there are so many good classes. And here's the bottom line. They're very economical. Yes, they are. Yes, compared to other classes, they're probably about half to a third of what other classes cost. So this is our secret. And they're given in a very convenient spot. It's right across from Microsoft, actually, uh, off of 148. 
Yes, it's the continuing education campus of Bellevue College. And it's called their North Campus. It's called North Campus, correct. Yeah, so what do you have on the docket for next quarter that people might be interested in for arts? Well, first of all, what are you teaching? Well, so I am teaching coming up in spring, which starts April 5th for my class, April 2nd for the for the quarter. But my class is going, two classes are going to run both on Thursday. So that would be April 5th. And my first class is Ballet for Balance. And I'm teaching it now. And rather than say it's a continuation of the ballet class I'm currently teaching, it's an ex- extension. It's, it's, um, it, it is a continuation for those who choose to continue, but it's also, we're welcoming new students. You don't have to have any background in dance whatsoever. The class is held in our dance studio at North Campus, and it focuses on exercises specifically to train the mind and body toward better balance and better function in daily life. It promotes uh, confidence in walking, better sitting posture. We do gentle stretching. We have have a whole lot of fun while we're doing this. And and I use music that is appropriate for each exercise that that is that is not so serious as a typical ballet class would be. Sometimes ballet classes get very serious and it feels very rigid. And this class is not like that at all. We do do bar exercises, but the first thing we do is we sit in a circle in chairs and we do something called the brain dance that was developed. Oh, the brain dance. Oh, that sounds easy. <laughs> yes, and it, and it is easy and it's a lot of fun, but it's very, very useful. Um, it was developed by Seattle's very own Anne Green Gilbert, and it is a methodology that wakes the body parts up and, and reorients our young brain development patterns to our current bodies. Uh, because sometimes we, well, all adults really forget how um, our bodies are supposed to move. As we grow older, we, we get away from what children naturally do. And that's why we start to have aches and pains. And the brain dance reorients our movement patterns with our brain patterns so that we don't disconnect. We reconnect, rather. Now, this isn't going to be hard on your body or embarrassing because you can't do all this stuff. Tell no, me that. Not, not at all. Not at all. Once we, our brain dance takes about five minutes in the chairs, and it's so much fun. And once we finish with that, we move to the ballet bar, and we start our very, very slow and very enjoyable exercises at the bar. And then we move across the floor um, very slowly, moving like dancers, there's no jumping, there's no turning. We just move with grace and confidence and we practice in all of these exercises, sitting, standing, and moving across the floor. We're 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 always practicing our balance and we're always practicing our posture. Now, I'm going to want to know what some of these people how they have actually improved their posture, but we have got to go to a break and we'll be right back talking some more about ballet and uh, how it can improve your life, no matter what your age, right? Absolutely. Don't miss the wonderful exhibits at the Bellevue Arts Museum this fall. The Bellevue Arts Museum is the Pacific Northwest Center for Art, Craft, and Design in downtown Bellevue. On Now is Searching for Home, a solo exhibit by Humera Abid. 
Abid offers a passionate and intimate look at the humanitarian consequences of the worldwide refugee crisis through meticulously crafted wood, sculptures, and miniature painting on until March of 2018. Opening November 10th is Making Our Mark. Over 250 teaching artists from the Pratt Fine Arts Center present an ambitious show celebrating Pratt's 40th anniversary on until March of 2018. Hope to see you soon at the Bellevue Arts Museum. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Uh, that ought to get you going. Welcome back to RV Northwest. Claudia Lowry is here talking about, uh, well, talking about what she's teaching for Telos, which is a program out of uh, Bellevue College oriented toward uh, retired adults, but actually open to anyone. And you were talking about what you do in that. And I wanted to know uh, how being in this class, this ballet class for balance, has improved the life of your students. So, for example, um, just to give you an example of, of the, the variety of people, I've got um, one student in my class who's 27 years old who came with a knee brace. She now says her knee feels so much better. I have wow. a woman in her uh, upper 80s who is in very good shape, but she has some foot problems, and she's saying already that her feet feel better. And I have had uh, these students tell me that their backs don't hurt anymore, um, that they're uh, feeling more confident when they uh, stand up from a chair, that they don't have to do that thing where you get out of your car, or you stand up from a chair, and you have to um, take those few minutes um, because you're, you're, you're stiff or you don't quite feel um, ready to move forward in space uh, for lack of balance for, or for fear of losing one's balance. And so that's how effective this class can be. So do you know, notice them moving a lot better, too? Oh, I absolutely do. By the yeah. second class, I noticed. The first uh -huh. class, everybody comes in. The, of, it, it, of course, they're, they're a bit nervous. Do and, they get kind of more creative in their movement? And Well, um, I don't know about more. Yes, actually, I would say that. Yes, more creative, yes, but definitely more confident. And uh -huh. that's the goal. The goal is confidence in one's own body. So that... Sounds like a great class. I know that's been very popular. And uh, you also are teaching another class this quarter. So let's talk about that one. Sure. Uh, so my second class coming up also on Thursdays in the spring is called Origins of Dance in the Western World. And this is one of my favorite topics. Um, this is the fascinating who, what, where, why, when, and how of dance. Um, it's about why dance exists in the first place. Why are there so many forms of it? Who was the very first dancer? Uh, who decided way, way back when that dance is a thing and that the world needs this, this thing called dance? And, and well, wasn't it the cavemen? Well, <laughs> even before that, believe it or not. Ah. Um, pretty much. And, and, and it's, it's very interesting to learn that Dance really is a necessity. It, it serves a practical purpose. Um, in, in our modern world, we tend to think of all the arts, frankly, as superfluous or luxuries, um, something to do after work, um, that it's not really a, 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 a profession or a vocation, that it's sort of an avocation or a hobby. And that's simply not true. In the case of dance, what we learn in Origins of Dance is that 
each and every culture, as far as history has been recorded, communicates through their own dances, actually lets other cultures know who they are. So it's a, it's a source of identity Absolutely. for cultures. Absolutely. It's a source of identity. And, and it still we've is. We've kind of lost some of that, though. Um, some cultures have and some haven't. If yeah. we look all over the world, it's uh, very, very much a part of um, indigenous life uh, for aboriginal cultures. And there are many of those. Um, I've got video footage of different aboriginal tribes that I show in this course um, coming together for a festival none of them have met before. And rather than say, hello, how do you do? Because they don't know each other's languages. They actually communicate verbally, hello, how do you dance? How do you dance? Oh, really? Yes. And it lets them know what's, it lets other tribes, other groups know and understand what's important to that particular culture. And this isn't just in Australia. It's, it's all over Africa, believe it or not. It's, it's all over Europe, too. One of the most fascinating, I think, one of the most fascinating things people learn in my Origins of Dance course is that ballet is an ethnic dance. Um, there is a relationship between modern-day football and uh, hunting dances in Africa. Oh, really? Yes. That is very interesting. <laughs> yeah. This is our hunting dance. It's called football. Yes, yeah, pr- pretty much. <laughs> I yes. know. Even in war, you know, they'll have yes. football games in their spare time, you know. Yes, there, so. there are direct relationships to what's happening in modern-day culture, and it goes way back, and, and, it, and then it comes forward again. Every, everything goes, um, goes full circle in life, including including dance, including, I mean, this is, it's, it's just organic for, for people to move and to express through our bodies. Our bodies are not just built to sit in chairs and to drive cars um, and, and, and to sit at computer desks um, or, or even to, to, to just uh, build structures. Our bodies are designed to be expressive from the tips of our fingers to the tips of our toes and the top of our head. And so it's up to the dancer to allow others, as a, as a dance educator, I facilitate the way to allow others to express through their body, to find out what their expression is. Each and every person has their own, each and every group. All of art is, is two things. It's both cultural and innate. So we in the Western world, we, we have a certain way of moving. We have a certain way of walking that is different from, from how uh, groups, say, deep in the middle of, of Africa might, might walk or, or sit or stand. We have, we have different cultural aspects to our movement, and then we have um, different innate impulses that allow us to do or not to do. A certain movement um, in Asia, for example, crouching is pretty much universal, and it's not here. Crouching is not a universal um, daily posture. That so that's just here. part of their sort of not really dance, but culture. It's cultural. Yes, it's part anthropological. of anthropological. Exactly, and then those those organic and or cultural movements work their way into dance. They work their well, way let's in. talk about some dance that people see all the time, and that is dance in musicals and, and, and uh, uh, movies. 
and you had a course on that too, and you said that was one of your favorite courses, and that's the one I think I'd really like to take. Oh, well, I, I would welcome you, Pat. Um, it's a wonderful class. I've, um, it, it's called Dance of Stage and Film, and it's a course that um, if, if you want to smile a lot, you've got to take this class. It'll now, be- you must have a lot of, of clips from pictures that you show. Absolutely. We, um, in each quarter, we get to see dance segments from 33 stage and movie musicals ranging from the 1920s through current day. And you said that you had a whole bunch more you couldn't show that you wanted to show. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that created part two. So I have uh, Dance of Stage and Film Part 1 and Dance of Stage and Film Part 2. And you don't have to have taken the first in order to enjoy the second. Um, I'll be running, actually, um, the second version of it this summer. Okay, so you keep that in mind. You yeah. get, you might get to take this this summer. That would be really fun. Yes, Gower Champion, Fred Astaire, Eleanor Powell, Agnes DeMille, Sid Charisse, Gene Kelly, Charlie Chaplin, on and on and on. Oh, we, everybody knows these characters. That's yes. great. Yes, and then she teaches one more class that I really want to take, and it's called Out and About. But now you're going to take... Teach that again in the fall and winter, right? Yes, I'm running that right now. Um, It's called Arts Out and About. And in this course, we study the economic and social impact of the arts by meeting up at a different arts organization each Friday for eight weeks. So so what do you see in these arts organizations? Do they give you an inside look? Yes, they do. Very much so. So you arrange that ahead of time. Oh, yes. It's quite a lot of planning, um, but it's well worth it. So we we meet um, museum curators, directors, theater managers, actors, dancers, choreographers, um, musicians, and we meet them all up close on their turf. So, uh, for example, uh, we went to Seattle Opera a couple weeks ago. And, of course, this is during the the Telos class time frame. Um, Anywhere from 1030 to 1130 in the morning we meet up. And so these are... Again, it's still a class, even though it, it sounds like a field trip, and it is. It's still a class. We're, we're there to do research. So um, when we went to the opera, we were greeted by five of their managing directors. Oh, wow. And yes, and we, they led us um, on a private tour through uh, not just McCaw Hall, but the, the new facility that's being built alongside it. Um, that's just fascinating. That's where they're going to be doing a lot of their education outreach uh, programming and rehearsal space and so forth. And we, um, they answered our questions. We come, when we show up as a class, we come with prepared questions. Oh, wow. You're, you really get things organized. Yeah. But listen, it's already time for a break. And right. we're going to come back and talk some more about your out and about class. And we're here talking with Claudia Lowry about classes at Bellevue College, Telos or Telos section in all kinds of art and, of course, mainly in dance. We'll be right back. Is art making too messy for your house? Then head on over to the Kirkland Art Center and take a class with a professional art teacher. At Kirkland Art Center, you or your child can experiment or refine artistic skills that can last a lifetime. In our art studios and classes, you can paint, cut, build, draw, Print, glue, and splatter to your heart's content. We're located in the heart of Kirkland on Market Street in the historic Peter Kirk Building. Learn more about the classes we offer and register online at kirklandartcenter.org. 
Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. Claudia Lowry is here talking about the many art classes that she teaches right now. And, of course, we were talking um, about uh, musicals and films um, that uh, she has taught about. And then Out and About which is uh, going to all these different art venues, and you went to the opera, and where else do you go? I want to go to this one, too. It, it's really a good time, and, and we always um, go to lunch after our venue so we so that we can talk about what we've just learned at each of And of I suppose you go to really wonderful, art, uh, arty uh, restaurants, too. <laughs> Some of them are. Some of them we, we choose just. Uh, because they happen to be nearby uh, the opera or or the the museum or wherever we are, um, so also this uh, this quarter we've been able to watch dance rehearsals in session at Washington's two largest dance companies, both uh, Pacific Northwest Ballet and Spectrum Dance Theater. Those are Washington State's largest dance companies, and we've been able to um, have a private rehearsal, an actual rehearsal right in front of our eyes, and then chat with the dancers and chat with the choreographer and the director. What an experience that is. That's another class I want to take. Yes, it's a lot of fun. And then uh, where else have you gone? Oh, goodness. Um, Let's see. We've been to um, Bellevue Arts Museum. We've been to Seattle Arts Museum, and we uh, started... Uh, this term, we started at the Northwest African American Museum, and then we followed that with Cascadia Art Art Museum, which oh, is a new a museum. Yes, that's beautiful up there in uh, Edmonds. Edmonds. Yes, yeah. it's quite beautiful. Right, really nice. Well, you've just had the most wonderful experiences, but let's talk a little bit about some of the other classes that you would recommend that are coming up this next quarter. Um, one of the things that is very popular is they have a watercolor class and a drawing class, or actually two watercolor classes. And one thing about these classes, not only are they inexpensive, but they provide the materials, <laughs> which can get hugely expensive. So I think that's really a great thing to have. And then they have lots of classes on different like art history topics. Uh, different kinds of art. Uh, you name a, a one thing. Of course, we're talking about now performing arts, but they have lots of classes on uh, Shakespeare's plays. Yes, how to talk Shakespeare, uh, the women of Shakespeare, and uh, there's one where you actually read the play. Yes, that's Mark Waldstein's class, a reader's theater, and it's very popular and, and, and super fun. I think I'm going to try to take it myself one of these quarters. People say that it is really a, a good time doing that. Absolutely. So, and, it, and it's a great learning experience. Yeah, so, and then there's also, of course, creative writing, which, again, is another art, literary art. Um, and then, like, art workshop, fun with art, American Western film, improv theater games. Doesn't that sound fun? Now, I've seen a lot of improv, but, you know, I don't know if I could do it, but 
be good to try. Yes, that's yes. I I know in in uh, in Mark's improv class, he's actually um, imparting the skills that one needs uh, for improv. It that there there is a skill set, and um, I think you have great. to be. I was just reading a book on it. Actually, oh great! You have to really be able to read the other person yes. and what they're going to say, and and I think some people are kind of natural at it, but. I think there is also some learning. You know, you learn to read the other person. Uh, so that would be a really a good one. Yes, and that really kind of brings full circle what I was talking about, about uh, the, the body being so expressive. The, the, it, the body is built for expression. And be it through dance or be it through theater, the body is, when we communicate verbally, we're still communicating also with our faces and, and our posture. And so um, it, it's improv takes that to another level. Dance takes that to another level. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just all about, you know, communication yeah. and, you know, getting your ideas out there and being yourself. Um, now, what I got to ask you. What do you enjoy about teaching Tello students? I mean, do you, how's that different from, I know you've had so many years of teaching. Uh, do you see a difference in retired folks? Is it a good thing or? Well, I, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Um, I love it, first of all. Tello students love to learn, and that is really what it comes down to, Pat. They are not there to get a grade. There are no grades. There, there are no grades. This isn't, um, th- this, this isn't leading to uh, a, a certificate. It, it's not a degree program. We have um, somewhere in the range of eight or 900 students. Oh, and wow. That's yes, a lot. it's a large program. And I think it's growing. I think it's growing too. Well, I know it's growing. We have over 70 courses. And the reason they come is simply out of the, a, a wild curiosity, a need for knowledge. You know, learning never stops. We call it lifelong learning. It's, it's classes. It really, that's what Telos is. It's, it's, it's courses for lifelong learning. And none of us want to stop learning. We, and it's just the joy of learning. And that is coming from um, many, many years in academia. And, and I do love my college students too. But there's something else they come with. They come with an anxiety about that degree hanging over their heads about mom and dad paying for this this expensive degree that they're supposed to get at the end. And it tells us it's not like that. They're, it's they're, just for the love of learning. Exactly. And also there's a social aspect exactly. to it, too, of which course. is really nice. Of course, yes. And it's a, it's a large component. The social aspect is a very large component. You will make friends. So if you have any time during the day, there are so many wonderful courses you need to go online and look tomorrow at 9. They start signing up. So now, uh, Claudia, I'm going to ask you, what is the website? So they can go to www.bellevuecollege.edu slash CE slash retiree dash programs. And again, you do not have to be retired, but that's the website. And the phone number is 425-564-4001. And if you call that number, uh, you can get a printed catalog mailed to you with all the course descriptions and times and prices. 
And you can also register in person. And it's the North Campus of the Bellevue College, 14673 Northeast 29th Place. Right there off of 148, kind of across from Microsoft. Yeah. Easy to find, easy to get to. Yeah. Really nice. And but, plenty of parking. Plenty of parking. Yeah, and that's important. That's very too. important. Yes. But we are already running out of time. Thank you so much, Claudia, for coming in to talk with us on Our Beat Northwest. Thank you so much for having me, Pat. It's been really fun. Great. Now, um, I think that all of us need to uh, go in and sign up for a class, right? And be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for Artbeat Northwest, news and views of the local art scene. I'm Pat Polly signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative week.